Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crooks, survive if I let you, they stand to their feet. Sports in the team. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Fresh out the box, stop looking watch. Have you checked the clock? Cause life. What's going on? It's your boy, High Life Real, represented with none other than my sis. You already know the hostess with the mostest, uh, you know, all day, every day, the lovely, the one and only, the superstar, Miss Ash Penny. What's up, sis? I'm good. How you been doing this week? Man, you know, pretty swell, pretty swell, feeling good. Uh, Actually, I got something to share with you. As well as the rest of the world. Derek doesn't oh. even know this yet. He might have seen it. He might not have seen it. But y'all, got I got some scoops for Life's a Botch, y'all. Peep <laughs> this. We got our first hater online, y'all. I couldn't believe it. My boy Gress and me, we was laughing. We put him on blast last oh, night. No. If you didn't check, if you ain't tuning in with us on Gress Unleashed last night, we was going in on homie just off his name alone. But uh, shout out to somebody by the name of rubber chicks with an x yeah yeah go figure ass i know <laughs> the, the facial expression alone just tells me enough of what i need to know um this man literally literally commented on our latest episode and literally said these exact words and i kid you not he said just what we need he said um another unfunny mark talking about wrestling for two hours you know what I'm saying? And I said, huh, well, just what we need. An ignorant IWC with no life adding to stats. Thank you for the comment, bro. You know what I'm saying? And all he could do is reply with an LOL because he knows he's been gotten. Yeah, uh, nonetheless, the funny thing about it is, uh, like me and Gresh said, and I'm going to share this with you, Ash, it's just funny to see that because it's like, it shows that we're moving on up, number one. Yeah. Because, you know, hey, People are going to, that's the beauty of the IWC. People are going to love us. People are going to hate us. It's cool if you don't like our personality and think we're funny. We're being ourselves unapologetically and having fun talking wrestling. That's what we do. You know what I mean? So to your marks out there that call us marks and say we're unfunny, well, good. You still contributed. Thank you. We appreciate y'all. And there's nothing more than a troll out there who really likes to take the time to just laugh at himself and say, man, I'm going to really get him and stick it to him with this one by just writing this to maybe hopefully discourage him and say, oh man, we shouldn't do this anymore. Like, no, we're still actually living our lives and we're yeah. loving it. So thank <laughs> Life you. Life goes on. Life goes on, baby. So uh, botch is on you, my friend. Um, but shout out to everybody that rocks with us, whether it is negative or positive we appreciate y'all and to the negative ones just know you're probably gonna get put on spot that's just how we do but it's it's all good it's all good um <laughs> aside from that though sis how are you doing i've been good i've been good i had like a very like productive week i've just been yes on my fitness grind on my fitness grind. i what see you doing? progress i've been i've been doing well man um <laughs> so i just got a new uh job position uh i was um I work with Dream Touring, and we basically specialize in 
uh, putting on tours and production events for independent artists that are looking to wow. take their show on the road. Uh, so my job is is being a sales rep to go find independent artists. So anybody listening out there that either is an independent artist or knows independent artists, um, come reach out to your boy. Um, follow me on social media. It's a little early plug, but at Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Reach out to me in the DMs, man, and let's let's see what you're looking like That's if you're sick. serious. Yeah, man. Um, they work for a lot of people. Thank you, thank you. You know, it was a long time coming, man. And um, the beauty of this is I, I get to do all of this from home. So at the end of the day, it's just me selling the artist, letting you know, like, hey, you serious? We got these packages. Pick the one that works best for you, and let's get you on tour, baby. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we're going to see how this turns out. But uh, I'm excited to see the major moves, man. It's just all about come up, you know. And, of course, shout out to um, – TikTok, man, our TikTok game is growing, yo. Like we, sis, we getting famous on the Tik. Low key, we 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 out here making moves on TikTok. I'm like, getting a little numbers, getting a little numbers. Yeah, I see them. I see them numbers getting in the thousands. I'm like, okay, I see y'all, y'all, y'all showing up. So I'm like, yo, we really gonna be posting more TikTok videos for the people. Uh, I see with Instagram with the numbers, I gotta just do more memes because I see they react more with the memes. So y'all like the memes on Instagram, yeah. I see. So I, I got some <laughs> little meme ideas coming to mind that I'll probably post a little later. But so from that, all is well. I'm, I'm, we got a we got a quite a quite a bit of dope stuff to talk about. I say this week. Uh, so um, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk. Um, Elimination Chamber, we're not going to talk uh, No Surrender from TNA because we know both of those happened on last week. If you would like to get our thoughts and views on that, make sure you head over to the Gresh Unleashed podcast where myself and the lovely Ash Benny made her debut uh, chopping it up with us and uh, our homie Gresh uh, from Gresh Unleashed where we basically gave our thoughts and opinions. So if you haven't already, head over to Gresh Unleashed pod. You can listen or watch the actual post show that we did live uh, regarding our thoughts from Elimination Chamber and No Surrender. But this week, we are here to talk the aftermath of things. Uh, so you already know how we do. If you're new to this, get ready for a ride. This is what we do. And uh, without further ado, it's time, you know, to see what's uh, sizzling up, <laughs> sizzling up in the pots. Ladies and gentlemen, not stirring. We ain't stirring the pot. We sizzling the pot to see what's cooking. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the segment introductory where we talk things, usually non-wrestling, but this one's going to be kind of wrestling based on today. But any other day, we might have some non-wrestling topics if it's uh, dominating enough in the headlines, and then we'll hop in on this. So without further ado, we got some news that broke out as of, I believe it was yesterday. Um, well, first and foremost, actually, serious note. I almost forgot this, but I have to break this breaking news. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we lost a legend on today. Literally, as of not even, this got confirmed probably 10, 15 minutes ago. Um, rest in peace to Virgil, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you may remember Virgil as the valet, the infamous valet, um, right-hand man to Ted DiBiase. Uh, he actually came back with Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, as well when he was uh, kind of rekindling the uh, Million Dollar Man gimmick. Uh, you may remember him in WCW as being a part of the NWO. 
Um, but Virgil, man, he was um, he was quite iconic, and and he was also a legend when it came to just trolling on Twitter uh, and social media. Like uh, so many people called him the sauce god, or or, or just you know all kind of things. But unfortunately. He did pass away. Uh, I did not see the details on what exactly the cause was, but our thoughts, hearts, and prayers go out to Virgil uh, and his family as they um, process this difficult loss. Uh, so the wrestling community definitely lost one on today. Um, so rest in peace, Virgil. Uh, and uh, thank you for everything that you gave the wrestling business uh, from every convention to every moment and all that good stuff. So had to throw that out there, people, because that was kind of breaking news uh, as of like 10, 15 minutes ago. But uh, as of yesterday's news, literally, uh, we had news breakout that a certain New Japan pro wrestling sensation is making his way to WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than Tama Tonga. That is right. One of the founders, the original founders of the Bullet Club. Uh, so this is very interesting because we see Carl Anderson, uh, you know, the uh, the good brothers. You know, we yeah. see that they've been on NXT as of late. Uh, and we're seeing a lot more of them now than we probably did for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, they also have an interesting feud of some sorts going on with AJ Styles. Uh, and we also can tell that, well, the bloodline is the bloodline. So there's also that aspect of things. Yeah. So there's so many different possibilities on what they could do with Tama Tonga once he enters into the WWE arena. Now, to those who don't know who he's related to, he is the son of the legendary Haku. If you don't remember Haku, you should go back and do your history, look back at WCW, or you can go back to 2001 when he re-debuted in the 2001 Royal Rumble, uh, helping out none other than his uh, fellow Samoan brethren and uh, Rikishi. And they went on to be quite the tag team, the Samoan tag team, I do believe. And uh, yeah, Haku is one of the baddest, and I do mean one of the baddest Samoan men that you never want to cross paths with. Even Triple H knew that, and I'll uh, show y'all <laughs> that in a meme later. But um, <laughs> so... Tomatonga, man, again, he is the originator. He's one of, I believe it's him, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor, I believe, are the original founder. Oh, and Carl Anderson are the original founders of the Bullet Club. And uh, so we know Switchblade being in AEW was taking the reins at one point. Uh, who else took the reins? Uh, gosh, who else took over for Bullet Club? Uh, Cody Rhodes was a part yeah, of it at one so point. There's so many iterations at this point. Yeah. So many over the years, man. But he's he's a part of the OG version of the Bullet Club. So now that he's in the E, Ash, I want to open up the floor to ask you, what are you excited about with this? Do do where did where would you like to see Tomatonga end up? Um, I feel like he's definitely big enough to where he doesn't have to necessarily be introduced through the bloodline. I feel like he could do a main roster debut doing his own thing. But, I mean, how awesome would it be to have him debut with the Bloodline? So, I mean, 
it's it's interesting especially since we're heading into mania season you know that you know roman loves his shenanigans so it, it definitely makes it more exciting it definitely makes it more exciting especially since we know that um jacob fatu is also somewhere around the ether as well so mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah it man. just adds more possibilities it just adds more possibilities for the bloodline bruh like See, this is the thing, man. I know a lot of people were talking about how the bloodline was getting stale or like, you know, where are we going with this? But see, and I know this is going to make Derek happy because he's hearing this somewhere because he was just shout out to my boy because he's actually we, me and Josh and even Ash, we have all gotten him back into the field of loving wrestling again. And he's been a campaign for the bloodline talking about how he wants to see you know, Jacob Fatu, he saw some footage on Jacob Fatu, and he is like, oh, wow, this brother needs to be in the bloodline. And we're like, it's coming. Uh, he talked about Nia Jackson, how she needs to be in the bloodline. We're like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's coming at some point, too. Um, yeah. So, man, Tonga, Tama Tonga, Jacob Fatu, if the Usos decide to get back together, or like I said, if they just keep Jimmy and let him be goofy Jimmy, uh, Paul Heyman, Goodness gracious, this bloodline would be crazy. Crazy. It's like, fight back! Fight back! Yeah, man. He's just in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. Now imagine that, because look, hey, that's that's what people ain't thinking about now. We're talking about finishing that story. That's uh, little do you know. You say you, you, that's one thing I will say to you, Cody. Be careful what you wish for and what you say, my guy. Because you said that you're not sitting there waiting for the bloodline to hunt you. You're hunting the bloodline. Be careful about that, brother. You do realize that's a deep-rooted tree you're trying to hunt <laughs> by yourself at that. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. Yeah, it's <laughs> a long line. That's a I, long line. Yeah, bro. That's like going into an anthill trying to find the queen ant. Yeah. And you got a lot of ants you got to go through, brother. Yeah. Talk careful. about finish the story. It's about to turn into a book series. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no 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 yeah man we don't need that but uh yeah Tama Tonga man but on the other hand I'm gonna go the other way with you um because I as much as I, I love that idea of the bloodline I'm not gonna lie Bullet Club we've seen a lot of iterations and teases of it over the years now mm-hmm. AJ Styles did the OG the old what did they call themselves the OGBC yeah that's what they called it the OGBC yeah. and it did all right right and then you had finn kind of sort of see some things i think him and aj tagged or something like that where it was kind of like oh yeah where they were all kind of like they were kind of like a thing that one area yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so i mean this is this is very interesting because uh if you insert him in the mix and you get the good brothers you get See, AJ Styles looks like he's on his lone wolf kind of thing, so obviously he'll probably do his thing. I guess Mia Yim, since she's been adopted into the club, she could be yeah. a part of that. Yeah, um, first you know what I'm saying? That would be cool. I love yeah, that. I love that. Yeah, she'd be like the adopted <laughs> member. You'd have her as the as the rapper for the ladies. Uh, you'd have the good brothers for the tag division, Tama Tonga, whether you put them in the main event scene or you put them in a the mid-card scene. He gives me main event vibes, but, you know, yeah. we'll see. Um, and then, of course, like I said, you could, if Finn separates from the Judgment Day, you got that lane where you can bring him in. Or, uh, you know, AJ, 
Yeah, like I said, AJ Styles is doing his lone wolf thing, so I guess can't really insert him right now. So Tama Tonga might be the guy to take the reins of this thing and and, and catapults it. So yeah. I'm going to go that route to say I'm excited to see if they do that. You that know what I mean? Yeah. Good. Either way, it's looking real good for Tama Tonga and WWE right now. There's a lot of possibilities. Knowing them and knowing Triple H's mind, no telling what we're going to get, sis, but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this um, should be good. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So uh, shout out to him. But also, real quick, uh, before we move on, we had another return as of last night on NXT, y'all. Sean Spears, a.k.a. formerly known as Ty Perfect 10 Dillinger. Sean Spears is in, not only is he back, but he is no longer Ty Dillinger. He is Sean Spears, his actual name. They gave him his actual name, y'all. Um, sis, despite the fact this was a pre-taped NXT last night, yeah. How did you feel when you saw that uh, that reaction from this man being the uh, infamous man of three faces that we've seen for so long? Yes, I'm honestly super happy that they were able to keep it a secret. Yes, I I I feel like the art of that, like the art of returns, have kind of been lost because of the dirt sheets and like there is such heavy involvement with all Mm -hmm. of the promotions as of late so i was super happy to see that it was a genuine surprise like you could genuinely hear that crowd being like wait what like i love i Mm -hmm. love reactions like that when you try when the crowd is like processing what happens and when they do you just hear that pop so i'm 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 like very very curious to see where it's gonna go it's looking like obviously ridge holland is his first feud matchup i think that that's Mm -hmm. a really really good choice since ridge has been kind of going through this am I a bad person arc or I'm trying not to be a bad person, but things keep happening that make me seem optics wise seem that way. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to see where they're headed and, and what psychologically, like what mind games he could potentially do to mm-hmm. further Rich Holland's descent. <laughs> yes. Yes. I agree. And uh, actually another fun fact about why this is exciting is because uh, uh, as we spoke about on Gresh Unleashed last night, uh, Sean Spears has a wrestling school. And if I'm not mistaken, it's based in Florida. And so with him being in NXT specifically, now all of those inexperienced talents that we see potential in, like a Jada Parker, or, um, you know, just like like Rizzo, or like so many um, talents out there, like uh, the lawyer uh, gentleman that... uh, Luca, yeah, like all these new guys and girls that are coming in where you can see something in them. Sean Spears can now literally mold them up. Like they have that coach again. You know what I mean? And when you put that with the creativity that Sean is already doing, uh, Sean Michaels specifically, of what he's doing, man, this is going to be, NXT is just going to continue to grow. Everybody that, all of y'all who miss black and gold, now remember me, me and Ash just kind of had our back and forth on, on NXT before. Remember, I rep, I rep for Black and Gold. You rep for 2.0, even though I watched the 2.0. I did, I did watch it. Um, man, dog, I'm telling you, we getting the best, the best of both worlds now. Yeah, slowly but surely. Seems like the the two worlds are kind of melding. It's yeah. like the best attributes of both. The yes. Entertainment aspect of 2.0 mixed with like the real wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and I I love it. Shout out to uh, Florida. It's only going to make that 
the product overall better and it's yeah. just it's amazing to see so uh welcome back sean spears it is great to have you back in wwe i hope i i definitely hope you are used i feel like you will be mm-hmm. used a lot better in wwe uh once again to me this is a major l for aew like it just continually is showing me sadly that they're getting worse it seems now mercedes yeah, the women's we'll division, see. I feel like we're we're kind of going through a, a turning page right now. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we we're gonna have to see about like the mid card main event scene with AEW, man, because like the story, you know, I've seen some of the trolls online talk about um <laughs> they're like, Man, I'm tired of these random matches with no story <laughs> where yeah. it's like who's this guy and why is he wrestling Chris Jericho? Or who's this guy and why is he wrestling so and so? So We'll see how that plays out for them. Um, yeah. We don't root against them. Obviously, we want AEW to succeed. I'm just saying that to yeah. say this is kind of an L for them because I feel like they still could have utilized him ways they sure. needed. But that's the E now. So uh, moving on, while we're still on what's cooking, we got one more headline for y'all that we want to chop it up about. Um, I'm going to take the range to actually mention this. And I'm going to say uh, I want to talk about this interesting NXT situ- scenario with the NXT title picture. Um, looks like Tony D'Angelo is going back into the Don era and he's going back into that single side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, now, as I shared last night, I really hope that if he's separating himself from stacks like that, then I really hope they get one more member of the family that can either tag, tag with stacks. I yeah. was thinking that as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or if they're going to push him in the North American mid-card title pitcher, then you can go that route too, if need be. Um, But it would be nice to just see him with a tag team partner and they can kind of chase the tag team titles uh, as as well. But I like what we're seeing with Tony D'Angelo because this is rightfully his place where he should be in the uh, top of the mid-card, top of the main event, wherever you want to insert him as a solo act. Um but also just that Don persona. It's back. Now, where it's interesting is seeing this against the new devious, you know, uh, evil mellow that we missed that is yeah. that is more conniving than ever. And the exchange between him and Dragunov, but now having Tony D'Angelo in the picture. Now, looks like next week, Roadblock, NXT Roadblock's coming. We may, uh, we're going to, talk revolution in terms of speed predictions we might do that for roadblock possibly as well since it's a special nxt um but tony d'angelo man i need to ask you where do you do you do you want this to be a triple threat do you want carmelo to run it back with Dragonov and get the championship so him and trick can fight where, where, where do you where are you at on this what do, what do you feel so, right now so here's the thing it's a really really good problem to have mm-hmm. i personally feel like the mellow trick Ilya storyline mm-hmm. should kind of stay where it's at right now like I'm really really enjoying like the the back and forth between the three of them and like trick being off tv I think it really like adds to the weight of the not only the breakup but like how his injuries affected him um at the end of vengeance day but mm-hmm. it's hard because I love Tony's contributions to that contract signing last night like he put up a really, really good argument as to why it should be a triple threat. Like him paying off the guards. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, Sean, you've done it again. I was like, Sean, <laughs> you every week, every week, Sean, you, you add these little details to storylines that make it that, that showcase people and why they should be formidable opponents and why they should be taken seriously. Mm. So I feel like it could happen. I wouldn't be opposed to it if they made it a triple threat, but I feel like they have like bigger fish to fry, so to speak, mm. with this actual, with this bigger story going on between Carmelo, Ilya, and Trick. Yes, I agree. I agree. And that's why it's, you know, but I agree it's a good problem to have, but it's an interesting one at the same time because, uh, you don't want D'Angelo to, you know, Tony D'Angelo to get lost in the shuffle because exactly. the moment Trick comes back, we know what that'll do. Yeah, almost feel like they should have maybe kept the OTM versus the family feud for like a hair longer, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying that we needed the six six person tag match again, but mm -hmm. something to excel that feud where it's like now it's just scripts versus Tony or, mm -hmm. you know, like there's a bigger focus on Adriana and um, Adriana and Jada, something, mm -hmm. something to make it, make it a little more interesting to keep Tony more busy towards stand and deliver. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, much like mania is having uh, some questions that don't have enough answers, which we'll get into when we get to Benny's block. Um okay. It seems stand and delivers in a similar situation, it looks like, because now we don't know what this means when Trick gets back. Like, you know, because yeah. we, after seeing the title match we saw, we clearly want him to run it back. Yes. But now we're like, okay, well, against who? Do, do you want him to run it back with Dragunov? Do you want him to do it with his, with his former friend, Melo? And they just, I mean, what, where do we go? It's hard because I love Ilya as champion, like to the point where when he was facing Trick, I kind of wanted Ilya to win. <laughs> and that's saying something because I was I, I was in the building when Trick won that that um Iron Survivor match and I was screaming my head off. Like I yeah. love Trick. So, yeah. so yeah. it would be awesome to see Ilya and Trick run it back, but mm -hmm. something about Mello winning it, mm -hmm. Trick coming back. And having that match at Stand and Deliver, it just gives me such Sasha versus Bailey takeover Brooklyn vibes. Yes. Like, yes. yeah, it, it gives me such like a level of importance and excitement, like big mm. match feel. So it's a good problem to have. I'm happy that I'm not Sean. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm happy that I'm not Sean. Hey, you and me both. I'm happy I'm not Ava. I'm happy yeah. I'm not creative. <laughs> this is, this... Ooh, boy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but uh, shout out to the fact this is a good problem to have. Uh, we are along for the ride, just like you, ladies and gentlemen out there listening and watching. So uh, look forward to seeing what's going to happen most definitely with this uh, interesting NXT title picture. Uh, but without further ado, that about does it for this segment of What's Cooking. Uh, so if you enjoyed that, make sure you run it back. Uh, we'll have clips of all of these segments and more on the YouTube page, so that way you can see it if you want to uh, just listen to certain segments uh, and digest the show once at a time. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where I get my infamous keys to the car. We're going to crank it up. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to fasten your seat belts. Buckle up. We're getting ready to take a ride down the block, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so we on the road to WrestleMania. This is a special road. We on that highway. Uh, 40 days away 
less than 40 days away to WrestleMania. We riding on a coasting road. As you can see, it's nice and breezy outside. It's feeling good. Hair blowing, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so if you look over it, we're going right down through Jabroni Drive, hanging that right where you see the SmackDown Hotel right there, getting ready to make its way. And we keep on speeding on down. And you see old Suplex City over there in the corner as we keep on rolling down. Uh, there's Slam Jam on down there as well. But listen, we coming around the block. Skirt, ladies and gentlemen, like it or not, you can look, but you surely can't touch. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Keep it on the lock. We right here with Benny's Lock. What's good, sis? What's up, you guys? So, really, really good week. Really, really good topics across all promotions. We also have the start of the TV tournament in ROH. So, let's get into it. I'm super excited to, to discuss. Let's do so, it. let's start with WWE. So, this week, uh, some of the major topics that have been weighing heavy on my heart is the first one being Bailey continues to be treated like she's not the Rumble winner when it comes to promotional and marketing. Come on. Don't understand what's happening, but I don't know if they know this, but Bailey is our 2024 Royal Rumble winner. We want to see her on the posters. We want to see her on the marquee. This mm. is her year. This is a huge year for Bailey, especially since she campaigned so hard for this damage control story to even mm. happen. I I have been very critical of Triple H's overseeing of the women's division. And mm. I feel like this story has definitely been something that in my eyes like could potentially like elevate the division as well as like take it to new heights and start potentially more storylines and show people that you can be involved in women's storylines which is so crazy to me because I feel like every couple of years we do this where it's like women's storylines are interesting uh, concepts yeah. you know yeah <laughs> but absolutely let's let's have a story let's have a build and I feel like it's so strange with Bailey, especially since so many people have now spoken out about it. Like CM Punk has made a couple of jokes about it. AEW's Thunder Rosa has spoken out against this entire situation. So I just want, I just want Bailey to be paid her dues and to have a fantastic mania season, you know. And plus, when you think about it, if you're watching like the SmackDown viewerships and the and the demos every week, there every single time that there's a damage control segment. They're trending higher for that hour. So it's meaning mm -hmm. that people are like on Twitter, people are watching online and being like, oh, damage control is next. It's time to turn on Fox and see what's going on. Let's see what's the next part of this story. So mm -hmm. come on, guys. Bailey is a clear draw. Let's treat her better. Let's treat her better and treat her like the star that she is. I don't know. Man, couldn't agree more with you on that, sis. That is a wonderful, wonderful statement to make. Uh, and 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 honestly. Last night, we kind of talked about that because we were talking about how it seems like Mania plans have been like they've been basically hijacked and pivoted this entire road. to This is probably the most pivoted road to WrestleMania yeah. of all time, right? Yeah. Because what was locked in is now not locked in because fans have hijacked and, yeah. and taken over, right? So here we go again where I'm like, you know, we were saying, keep that same energy, uh, you know, because say with Cody, okay, he finishes the story. We'll keep that same energy that we want Cody, all of y'all who, who joined on the trend. Mm -hmm. Well, then y'all better stay on that same trend when he wins the title inevitably. And 
don't be like, oh, we're tired of seeing Cody with the belt. We're tired of seeing Cody. So I'm I and I campaigned last night. So I'm right there with you when I said, okay, well, if fans are hijacking the show so much right now, how where's this energy for Bailey then? What why why are we saying we want Cody? We should yeah. be saying we want more we Bailey. Want Mm-hmm. The Royal Rumble winner who has been completely overshadowed. Completely. Yes. And, and let's be honest, out of all of the matches that have been pivoted and changed, Bailey mm-hmm. versus Eo was very much a lock since she won that belt in SummerSlam. You know, mm-hmm. the downfall of damage control was always imminent. It was always the plan. We just mm-hmm. didn't know if it was going to come up. Maybe it would have ended at Fastlane. Who knows? You know how they were planning to... to have the culmination of the, and the ending of that play out, but they mm-hmm. chose to have Bailey be the Rumble winner. So it's just like, let's treat her like the Rumble winner, you know. Like she's even in SmackDown, they're getting like two to three minutes segments with between like Dakota and Bailey. And yes, it's excelling mm-hmm. the story, but we have seen them have characters kind of be the through way throughout the entire show, you know where. It, Mm-hmm. We've had like someone like Jay Uso at the top of the show, and then his entire storyline leads into the main event of the night. You mm-hmm. could do that for Bailey. You could yeah. keep them. You could keep Damage Control busy and give them stuff to do. They're all they hold all the gold mm-hmm. on SmackDown for the women. So there's so much potential there, but they're not really doing anything. Yeah, I, I you know. Um... On behalf of you ladies, man, I, I can understand how frustrating that is. As a man, I just want to speak and just say that uh, you guys definitely deserve better uh, with what's going on because, I mean, geez, Louise, like we're talking about Seth being overshadowed. We're talking about Cody not getting his fair shot to finish his story here. Again, listen to the ladies here for a second, yeah. okay? Uh we're going to get into the other half of the ladies, right? But mm-hmm. it's very apparent both sides of the Five. division seem to be kind of... One's locked in because we kind of had a hint of that for so long. Yeah. So at least that hasn't been pivoted or so we think, <laughs> right? Because we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, give 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 Bailey her just due, but not even just Bailey, also Io. Because at the end of the day, man, I realize... She's a Japanese champion that sometimes is limited with her English. But at the end of the day, we're talking about the genius of the sky. We're talking about one of the best women's wrestlers right now on the planet. Okay? Chilling, like you said, with her stable, all the gold. And nobody wants to talk about it. Give them something to do. And, like, it's really no excuse because if there's one thing that Shawn Michaels has shown me is that you can keep audiences engaged without necessarily putting them in a match every week or mm-hmm. having them win every week mm-hmm. you know like women are featured weekly on nxt so mm-hmm. it's like i need i need the main roster to catch up <laughs> i yeah. need the main roster to catch up to be honest yeah i totally um, agree totally so agree that's just unfortunate but speaking of nxt we have i want to talk about the potential of the stand and deliver card for the women so okay. as of right now, we have, it's looking, all the people who have like some momentum going into Stand and Deliver is Miss Lash Legend. Okay. Roxanne Perez. Okay. Kiana James. Okay. Ms. Jada Parker. Ooh, all and right. And Tatum Paxley. True. Okay. Tatum Paxley. 
So I feel, I feel like this is like a very nice assortment of women to have mm -hmm. in that main event picture or, or even like tag matches or anything like that. So for me, I feel like Roxanne and Lyra need to run it back. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's a stand. I don't know if it's at roadblock. I don't know if it's at stand and deliver. Okay. We, they need like a definitive matchup because this is kind of like the crux of Roxanne's character every week. She's she's beating girls' heads in because she don't want mm. the title. <laughs> so I feel like True. either she needs to lose it and finally do that heel turn or mm -hmm. win it and be like, all's right in the world. You know, I need I need something to happen with that character development so mm. that we can finally have that payoff. Because I I feel like we've been kind of going up this this roller coaster with Roxanne where it's like, is she finally gonna turn heel? Is she finally gonna turn heel? She hasn't mm -hmm. yet. She has like heel antics. Like last night, I don't know if you guys were watching Jakara. She held that cross face in after. And she's been doing that a little bit um, after each match. I mean, she's she's putting belt to ass in the locker room mm -hmm. every single <laughs> every single segment <laughs> that she's in. <laughs> so it's just Come like, on. I want to see a payoff. I want to see a payoff. I'm trying to see an end game here. Kiana James, Lash Legend. Those two, I feel like, I'm very, very curious to see what's going to happen because they're both technically in tag teams. So, but they're okay. both strong enough to where they're also can double as single competitors. So it's mm -hmm. like, I feel like they could easily maybe like um, have a tag match, face somebody. Again, it's super, super hard because they don't have tag titles in NXT. So it's like, are they going to have the Kabuki Warriors fight the fight on the card? two different nights you know are they mm. going to do morning shift and then night shift of night one or night two you know so that's like something for them to think about but i feel like it's warranted it's needed and it's deserved so let me ask let me ask you this real quick not to interrupt yeah. but let me ask you this then um we've touched on this subject once before so i'm gonna ask yeah. this question again Derek. Sir, I want you to make this the promo because we did this <laughs> as a promo before. So I want you to make this the promo clip. All right. Yes. When we edit right here, promo <laughs> clip. Back to these WWE women's tag team titles yet again. Okay. I have to ask you this because NXT, you just mentioned it, has yeah. all these women and they have tag teams while also having women that can shine in singles. Yeah. Meanwhile, WWE's main roster is struggling with tag teams. Yes. Let's just call it like it is. They unified the wrong side of titles, it looks like. Should NXT mm -hmm. have the tag titles and the yes. main roster have a mid-card women's title? Yes or no? Yes. 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 Okay. Because it's also now where they book themselves to the point where on the main roster, where it's like, if you were to put Liv and Raquel back together, mm -hmm. I'm going to go crazy. Because it's like, that's not what they deserve. That's not where their stories are. It's basically mm -hmm. like, we need them on the card, so let's put them back together so that they mm -hmm. can have that spot at WrestleMania. Whereas yeah. if you introduce the mid-card title, you could do a fatal four-way or a, like some type of gauntlet match to try to determine who would be the winner. And you can utilize people like me and Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, mm -hmm. so many different people would now have an opportunity instead of just being put in some eight woman tag match you know which Agreed. i feel like would, or on pre-show or somewhere somewhere lost in the shuffle of the card yeah the tag titles would have so much more weight and so much more importance 
on NXT. There's mm-hmm. actual tag teams in NXT, and it's like every single week they have like these fan- they have these really really good matches. They're booking people like Jakar and Lash who have fantastic momentum, but mm-hmm. there's nothing to do with mm-hmm. that. Which is why I also kind of felt away when Lyra and Tatum were getting that that championship opportunity because I was like, out of all the girls, out of all the girls. I mean, like, I'm happy for the storyline purposes because I feel like we're getting Tatum. Maybe we're getting Tatum versus Lyra at mm-hmm. Stand Deliver. So, okay. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> I've been saying this for months now that the that main roster needs a, needs a mid-card title. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's overdue. It's to the point now yeah. where it's like, looking at the Mania card, it's like, what are they going to do with all of these women without just forcing them all into a tag match? That's completely yeah. undeserved. I agree. And and that's the reason I want this specifically as the promotional clip for this very episode is because going back to the point we just made about you fans hijacking, you're hijacking the wrong thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to these little details, okay? Tell management in WWE, bring the tag titles back to NXT. Make a mid-card title for the main roster women because I'm sure you were going to probably bring this up, but all due respect to Shayna Baszler, all due respect to Zoe Stark, to have yet another tag match with zero reaction and people sitting on their hands, a hot tag with no reaction, no pop, no standing on... Does that not tell you Give them a mid-card title, make a mini tournament or a gauntlet match, like you said, or something. Something. Ladder match. Something. Something. Anything. Meanwhile, let these young guns out here in NXT form these tag teams, the ones that aren't ready to be singles, the ones that are kind of able to do a little bit both, right? Let them battle it out for tag team titles. Because... Everybody can't go for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm sorry. They can't. Because when you think about it as well, we also have Lola Vice, who's also has like a lot of momentum as well. Because like mentally, I was thinking maybe like, I feel like Lyra has to do a triple threat. It has to be either Lola, Tatum, or Roxanne. I don't Mm -hmm. know which of those three are going to make the cut, but it has to be one of those three ladies. So it's just it's it's super super hard this year i feel like the way everybody has been booked has been booked super strong to where if they Mm -hmm. don't get put in the place if they're on the card but they're not placed where people deem they were supposed to be i feel Mm -hmm. like the payoff is not going to be there so it's hard it's hard i i again i don't envy sean these are hard decisions to make but i know that he's been working out because i say this every week but if nobody got me Sean got me. He's always Thank gonna you, figure Sean. it out. He's always gonna figure it out. He's always gonna put it together. Okay. JD yeah. Jada versus Gigi last night. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he uh, knew what he was doing. Somebody boy, tweeted. Did he? Somebody tweeted was like, I hope they reinforce the ring before they, <laughs> before they came. All that cake, yeah. I hope they did. Shoot. <laughs> On the commercial break, they were just like <laughs> Man. Man, it took all everything right. in my power. I said, "Yeah, this yeah, okay. All right, I see what I see what we're doing here. I, I yeah, see what you're yeah. doing. Um, <laughs> and, and and you put it in a later spot at that. You, you ain't slick. 
yeah, for the for the main event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, but, excellent points. Yeah, but I'm excited to see where Stand and Deliver goes. Like honestly, I it's like the theme of this episode. It's a good problem to have because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than it being like, eh, I don't really know who who's worthy of facing the title against Lyra. You know, like whoever it is, I'm sure they'll it'll be a good match. Whereas there's so many different opportunities and so many different storylines that it could branch off into. I'm very mm. excited. Agreed. So, to close out the WWE, we have something that has been getting Twitter setting Twitter ablaze all this week. Who what is exactly going to be the match the matchup for Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania 40? We already know that Becky Lynch has won the Elimination Chamber. But if you guys have watched Raw this week, things got a little bit interesting. So Liv Morgan faced Nia Jax, which when I saw that, I was like, <laughs> the tour bus yeah. needs an alignment, Liv. Like, the, like, how are they booking her against Nia? I was like, Paul, what are we doing? I wanted to knock on the door. It was getting to that point where I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing with Liv? <laughs> what are we doing? Happy that it ended the way it ended because it's like Becky Lynch interfered. Mm-hmm. Liv was not happy saying not everything is about you, which gagging, gagging, gagging. I knew you would appreciate that. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I popped for that on my couch. <laughs> oh, shout out to our girl Key as well, because Key, like you, has been, I've been seeing her, Her, uh, you know, she's, she's one of our sponsors, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of our sponsors <laughs> of the show. She also has been campaigning for Liv, so, you know, saying, where are my Liv Morgan fans at? So shout out to y'all. We see y'all. I hear y'all. You know what I'm saying? Here, um, I'm sure my lady's probably right there with y'all quietly. You know, she's, she's <laughs> you know, she, she the casual watcher, but she love her some live. So that's, that's her girl. So she right okay. there with y'all. Um, but nah, yeah, that's, this is, you know what? I'll say this. Maybe this is where Liv would, I mean, not Liv, I'm sorry. This is where Rhea would have bettered off if she had like a female version of Judgment Day because then she could have just went one by one kind of like yeah was it sammy i think sammy did that with the bloodline right one by one by one one of them one of those feuds it was either sammy or it was drew or it was somebody yeah i know what you're talking about i know you're talking about yeah or well i know randy orton definitely because he was like everybody's getting an rko which (laughs) i just thought about how that story totally just took a whole left that's for another day y'all i just thought about that too because i'm like wait a minute wasn't yeah. he supposed to be hunting his own right? He should be going with Cody then, if that's the case, because he was supposed to be giving an RKO. This, this story, man. <laughs> this Cody Rock, it, this Cody Rock Roman Seth story has been pissing me off so bad. I was like, no. you know what, y'all? This is what happens when, like, this is what happens when you listen to the fans, like, instead of just mm-hmm. keeping the, the the vision of what you wanted, because now it's giving floundering. Now it's giving mm-hmm. lost. Now it's giving, <laughs> I don't know what what I'm doing. Seth looks dumb, so it's like it is what it is at this point. But <laughs> it is, but but continue. I didn't want to sidetrack that. It was just something no, I thought good, about. But, uh, but for Rhea, yeah, she if she had a female stable, like a female version of the Judgment Day, I think that would have done this live revenge tour better because yeah. it would have been like, okay, you guys are associated with who I'm trying to something get to, to keep her busy. Something, yeah, something to keep her busy right. while this whole Becky and Rhea thing is happening. Right. So, that was super unfortunate, but my thing is, is that are we going to get a fatal four-way now? 
because Naya is still involved in the situation. Naya and Becky's beef has not let up mm-hmm. to the point where Naya and Becky have a match next week. Liv is 100,000% interfering, ending in DQ. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like, well, look at what we have here, ladies. We have a standstill. Nobody has definitively beat anybody since Chamber. What are we going to do? That personally makes me a little nervous. I kind of like the idea of a multi-woman match because, again, like it kind of helps the problem of like, what are we going to do with all of these women who deserve to be on a card? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, lives probably going to eat that pin and i don't want that (laughs) i don't want that i honestly like once everything happened i was super super fine with Rhea versus becky because i was like listen we'll get to live at a later date but Mm -hmm. since you know fans have been not as passionate as they were about cody but they have been definitely passionate and they have definitely been airing their grievances out with this with this becky becky versus Rhea story Mm -hmm. So it's kind of seeming like maybe they're going to pivot and add more women into the match, which one, I feel like it's almost diluting Liv's story. Liv has the money, the money story. If they Mm -hmm. can build that and keep that story going until SummerSlam, if they were to do like a roster, like after Mania and like put Liv on SmackDown and keep Rhea on Raw, keep them Mm -hmm. apart for a little bit. And then something happens before like a month out to SummerSlam that forces them to kind of butt heads again. I would yeah. prefer that than having Liv lose. So it's kind of like, well, girl, you lost. Like they can, like mm-hmm. in, in the terms of kayfabe, you can say definitively like you lost. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like where it's heading. <laughs> I want, I, I'm fine with Rhea versus Becky. If I had it my way, I would just keep Rhea versus Becky and let them tell that, that money match so that we can keep, playing out with this storyline that's actually happening between Rhea and Liv. It is a little frustrating, though, that Rhea has not acknowledged Liv's existence since her return. True. That's also something that I feel like is, like, another story beat that makes no sense. But we're here. You know? <laughs> you know? We're here. <laughs> it, it could be because she just had... The, the poor girl has so much on her plate already as it is. I mean, it's like you have to make sure Judgment Day is standing in line half the time. You got to get on your fellas. Uh, mm-hmm. then you got your dom-dom, of course, for one. Uh, yeah. Then you got Naya, who's clearly making it known she's not finished with you yet. Yeah. And then you got this Becky problem. So it's like, you probably can't focus on Liv as much as she Exactly, exactly. So it's like the story, I feel like if she were to be like, and for me, you injured me. And I, it, it's kind of like adding to a list, whereas though, whereas it should be the, it should be the agenda. It should be the itinerary. You know, it shouldn't be a bullet point on a bunch of reasons as to why Rhea should be dethroned. It should be yeah. the main reason. You know, so no, yeah, yeah. So totally. I, I've I've been having issues. I've been having issues making peace with that. But we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see on Raw. We'll see on Raw. But <laughs> indeed. Right. So moving on to AEW, I'm super excited because I feel like we have finally gotten the first roadmap as to who Mercedes's first match is going to be. Ooh. It's going to be Serena D. It's mm. definitely because if you, uh, I don't know if you guys were watching Collision this past Saturday, she had a pretty uh, quick standard match, made light work of her. <laughs> but she, <laughs> she got the, the mic 
And mm-hmm. she kind of basically issued an open challenge, kind of basically being like, if whether like our women's division is be is growing and slowly becoming one of the best women's divisions in the, I, I mean, everybody says that. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that AEW women's division is the best? They're certainly debatable. But um, she also said for people coming in to this company, I feel like that was a direct at Miss Mercedes mm. Monet. I feel like it's okay. the perfect first match. Serena has been on a winning streak since her return. She has mm-hmm. a couple wins up her belt. We as fans know that Serena can go. So I feel like it's the perfect combination to give Mercedes that first match that'll have everybody talking. Put it on mm. Dynamite. Um, yeah, like, just give it to me. <laughs> just give it to me. Like I'm running. <laughs> I, you, you know, um, Serena Deeb is, is definitely a very underrated individual with what she can do. And if there's anyone that can really put a dope, really dope match together with her, that mm-hmm. would most certainly be, yeah. uh, you know, Serena. So, hmm, I like that. I like yeah, because when lot. you think about it, it's not too high up on the card, but it's a formidable mm-hmm. opponent. It's a respected opponent. It's somebody that mm-hmm. everybody knows in the wrestling mm-hmm. community. So I feel like it has, like, that, that, that perfect combination to put, Mercedes at a high spot in the in the division already, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Deanna in her debut match. So I I like it. I like the idea. I'm hoping okay. that that's the case. Okay. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. All right. So moving on to Tony Storm versus Deanna Peraza, we have uh, uh, this coming weekend. We have got an actual story build for this one, so it makes me super super excited. I'm really, really hoping that the focus of the match is just like their friendship and that the, and what the psychology will bring from that. I'm hoping mm-hmm. like we get like a lot of. I, I wanted to I wanted to seem like real friends falling out. Like I want Deanna to be like this isn't you, and I want T- Tony to be like you don't know me, you know type beat. Like I really want them to go at it. I know that. I know that it's gonna be match of the night contender for sure. Like okay, okay. I mean, they're gonna cook. They're gonna cook. So <laughs> I'm very, very excited. Um, I'm trying to think of like any any other like wish list. Maybe a Mariah May interference. We we know that we know that Tony, timeless Tony, always has some antics, whether it be having Luther carry her up <laughs> so that she can drag <laughs> drag the, the girl to the post. <laughs> some antics. You know, I'm hoping that because I, I love that creativity. Like, what can we do in this matchup that will be in line with Tony's character. And I would also love to see just Deanna on a huge PLE platform, huge high stakes match, showcasing mm-hmm. her talents to, to like a whole new audience. I feel like that is so, so exciting, especially with the return of Mercedes. Like Mercedes Monet versus Deanna Perrazzo. I need it. Steph's kiss. I Come on it, now. I need it. So I'm so excited. I can't wait to see where it goes. Honestly, a lot of people are saying, like, what do you think is going to happen after the match? Mm-hmm. I think Timeless Tony is just going to hold up that belt and go, bye, everyone. I don't think that we're going to see a next challenger. I think that mm-hmm. we might just, like, cool off from the feud from it for a little bit because I don't think that Mercedes is coming out at Revolution. 
Just because no. we know that the, the big boss, big business is March 13th. Yeah, they're going to really, really save that. Now, they might try to do a little something with, like, uh, who knows? Maybe, like, a, a, um, a high-class type car or something, maybe. Yeah. You know, he's like, hmm, who could that be? And then you yeah. see that car show up at Big Business. You know what I would love? If, like, at the start of the show, they had a, a car pull up. We don't mm -hmm. see who's in the car. And then maybe at the start of the match, like a man or like a woman, like a suit comes out and they're kind of just like, Ooh, you know, Ooh. like the entire match. And then at the end of the match, they just kind of like shake Tony's hand and be like, we'll, we'll be in, we'll be in talks. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Hey. <laughs> I would love that. that. Hey, I ain't gonna I lie, Ash. That's some, that. that's some, that's some, that's some, you know what that give me, that give me that, um, that almost gives me the vibes. I think about, I always said he had the greatest debut in WWE to this day. It reminds me of MVP. Yes. When MVP first debuted, the fact that they made it like a real NBA sports-like kind of feel, like yeah. he's in front of press and they're asking like, hey, you're the hottest free agent. Like, where are you going to end up? You end up on Raw, SmackDown? Where are you going to go? It's not. And it's like, uh, you know, my people, you know, they have a conversation. <laughs> We're going to see what's going on. You know, it made you feel like, I felt like I'm watching some straight sports center stuff for yeah, a second. Yeah. Like, you know, like, he, they got him chilling in the crowd with some like, ladies, like a VIP. And he's like. Yeah, like shake Luther's hand and be like, we'll be in talk. My people will contact your people yeah, or something like yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anything, you know? man. So that would be dope. That would be dope. I'm not gonna I would lie. Love, I would. I would love. I would pop hard for that. I'm not gonna lie. I hope I'm, and she hasn't <laughs> even stepped foot in the building. We haven't even seen. We haven't even seen her yet. But, Come on. But that would pop me hard. That would pop me hard. Okay. All right. Okay. So closing out. We're move, now moving on to TNA. Obviously, Jordan Grace versus Giselle Shaw was fantastic. Not mm. quite the outcome that you and I foresaw. I was a yeah. little bit, I was, I was, I saw, like, I knew the potential was high that Jordan would retain, but yeah. I do feel like in a lot of ways, like this would, would have been Giselle's time. Like that would have been like a fantastic opportunity. And I feel like that would have been the moment to pull the, pull the trigger on that. So Agreed. I'm a little disappointed in that regard. Has me wondering what is next for Giselle Shaw? Hmm. Honestly, if I had to guess this, I feel like. It's just that it's the uh, sometimes they say the baby face works better with the chase, but there are usually instances where it reverses and usually mm -hmm. the heel gets more motivated behind the chase. Yeah. Like they get more devious. They get more like, you know, they start with the entourage. Sometimes it's like wrestling's very interesting, right? Because sometimes yeah. the heel usually relies on the faction to mm -hmm. get to what they finally want to get over the top. And then when they climb that mountain, they got the, the faction to help. Other times they may rely on the faction. The faction's not getting the job done. And then they do like what Giselle Shaw did. 86, the entire faction. Yeah. Get a different gear going. And then all of a sudden they're more ruthless. They're more aggressive. And then before you know it, they finally get over the hump. I would not be surprised if this is a reverse chase kind of situation where she finally gets it. And then I can't call if you get like a double turn kind of situation, but it yeah. would be at least one of those where it's like, okay, she finally had a moment. She did it. And now all hell's about to break loose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. Cause I would love to see her with that belt. Like I, I see the vision for it. I, yeah. I want to see the matchups. Like the potential is there for sure. 
For sure. And then also we had the debut match of Ash by Elegance. Shout out to her. Super, super excited. Um, Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see where that goes. Um, Tasha Seals and Zaya Brookside trilogy. Mm. My whole thing about it is that I feel like I don't know what's been happening because like I feel like knockouts like they do such a good job at like handling the women. Mm-hmm. Recently there's been like like for example like the MK Ultra with Decay mm-hmm. storyline as well as like this Tasha Steeles and Zaya Brookside storyline. It hasn't really hit me or really like yeah. translated in the way that I wanted to. I feel like it's because of the fact that they had Zaya win that first match. I feel like that's why, because mm. it just felt like Tasha Steeles is Tasha Steeles. Like she has won yeah. the Knockouts Women's Championship. So it doesn't, and then she's also faced people like Mickey James. So it's like, I didn't, you know, it felt a little bit unbelievable. So I feel like that's mm-hmm. why most people haven't really found that in high investment in the matchup yet. I'm curious yeah. to see where it goes. I think the second match was better. So. It was. Yeah, it definitely was. Sometimes, you know, funny thing about wrestling trilogies, man, wrestling trilogies are interesting, right? Because they're um, unlike movies, as we know with movies, either the first movie is the best movie or the second movie is the best movie (laughs) or the last. Well, now, usually it's rare for the third movie to be the best movie. And and, yeah, yeah, it's it's very rare. Usually it's either the first or the second. But in wrestling, it seems like when you get into a trilogy, the third is always like the, it's like a slow build. And the third is always just, unless you're talking like Swerve and Hangman, where it's like, dude, that second matchup, you couldn't top that. Yeah. Where they had to do a whole draw (laughs) for their third match, right? Yeah. So I don't know how you top that second match of their trilogy because it's like, bro, that was literally him drinking his blood. How are you going to top that? Where do we go from here? Like, where do we go from here? Right. So, I I agree with you. It's not hitting um, because I do feel like the first time felt kind of like flukish, where it was like, bro, that that's not fair to Tasha. But then also, it's like there's been no promo. Like, where was the passionate Tasha Steele's promo after it, saying like, "Yo, rookie, you got lucky. Run it back. Yeah. You know, let's run that back, and then put the fire into what they did in the second match. Then being like. I'm, you know, because I see her talking to, tra- I see the trash talk from her. Yeah. Right. You can see it in the match, and you can see it even when she won the second match. But I still need like actual promo to show, yeah. like, yeah. You know because I mean? like even the promo that she cut Tasha cut on Thursday when she was like, "But you still, but you won't stop running your mouth." So it's looking like we're gonna have to go again. I feel like that's not reason enough. I feel like if it would have been more beneficial if Zai was like, "So I'm back." Like, um. If Tasha was backstage, like, yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm wondering who my next competitor is. And Zai just, like, jumped in. It was just, like, just started beating her. You know, I, something to to warrant and make the the feud a little more, a little more spicy. Because it's, it's not, it's yeah. not spicy. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no nothing in it. Like, it, it's not giving anything yet. Yeah, it's making me wonder. I got to do some research. We got to have to do some research on who's producing the women's matches and running the women's side of creative. Because uh, I feel yeah. like, I think they need a, a woman uh, representative backstage. I don't know if they have any women producers when it comes yeah. to these women's matches. I know, I know Gail is, but I don't know if Gail's like creative. Yeah. I don't know if Gail's right. like a part of creative. So 
Right. Yeah, we, we, we need a little deeper on. Um, so we're gonna have to research that. Um, anybody that hears this, if you do know, let us reach out to us and let us know so we can yeah. do some research on that. But yeah, I, I see what you mean, sis. They need something, something deeper for these ladies. Uh, and we talked about tag matches and tag titles. <laughs> Man, yeah, I think they kind of need to the six their tag titles too, because low key, they don't have a division. <laughs> Y'all ain't deep enough like that, bro. Y'all need to go ahead and just turn that into a mid-card title so yeah. that the Zaya Brookside's and the Tasha Steeles and anyone else you want to put in a mid-card can hold it down until they say, okay, I'm a Savannah Evans, for crying out loud, who's, you know, now just out there at this Hanging point. Out. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe, like, in the question of what is Giselle Shaw going to do, maybe her Chantourage will come back to bite her. Like, so you did need us or something like that and, like, kind of face them to keep her busy for a little bit while Jordan maybe faces Ash by Elegance or something yeah. along those lines, you know, but I think I'm curious to see where it's going to go. And yeah, shout out to Giselle Shaw. <laughs> Spanish fly on the apron. Chef's kiss. And Bravo. I, I see you, girl. I see you, girl. <laughs> All right. Love it. Love it. So to close out Benny's block, we have ROH talk. So honestly, I finally caught up to ROH. Mm-hmm. It was so hard not having Athena on the show, but when she, when, 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 when the queen came back, oh, it was like seeing water in a desert, you know? Come on. <laughs> seeing Come water on. in a desert. This Nyla Rose and Athena feud has been very, very interesting to me because it's almost as if Athena was the face and Nyla was definitely the heel. <laughs> That's one mm. thing I know for sure. Nyla was definitely the heel in this matchup. Wow. Yes. Athena was kind of playing tweener to the point where like every single promo, every single segment that that Athena was doing leading up to this, mm-hmm. Nyla was just clocking her. And it got to the point where like Athena cut a promo like sitting on the floor being like, "You've beat me down. You've done all of these terrible things to me. You've tried to take my my minions, like my friends. But in my hometown, I'm going to take you down." which mm. then led to our, I forget what it's called. I know that it, it was like a false uh, best two out of three, like tables match. I forget what it was. I forget what the uh, exactly what it was called. Yeah, usually they call it three stages of hell, or at least they used to, but I don't know if they still call it that these days. Yeah, uh, Nyla, Nyla it was, I forgot what she said. She explained it very eloquently as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, <yeah>. the guidelines <laughs> of the match. But man, if you guys have not seen this Nyla Rose versus Athena match, go watch that match. A lot of women's wrestling last week, arguably in like my top three matches that came out from last week. Okay. Really, really, really good. The spots of like, I really, really liked the fact that you had to put them through a table in order to get that pin count. Mm -hmm. I thought that like there was, for example, like Athena hit the O face from the top rope and which made Nyla fall backwards off the apron into a table. Like, really, really, really creative and fun spots. Check that mm. match out. Obviously, okay. Athena retained. I'm curious to see where we're headed next because, as we all know, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, the TV tournament is happening and ongoing right now. It's taking a lot of the girlies from mm. that opportunity that to have that main event uh, match with Athena. And I mean, to be honest, Athena has kind of whooped that division twice. 
So I'm curious to see where we're headed. Perhaps more AEW talent mm-hmm. is going to face and challenge Athena. Mercedes? I don't know. I don't know, but it's kind of like, mm. who who else can Athena face? Unless we start pulling from AEW talent. And uh, to be fair, Athena, Nyla is an AEW talent, so... It, <laughs> you know? Ugh, yeah, I mean... It seems you like we're already the... starting. Yeah, it's a lot of things that... Can... Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see what I mean, happens. Like, yeah, Deanna versus Athena, I would welcome that with open arms, Mariah May versus Athena, Mercedes versus Athena. It's a little frustrating having the, the AEW and the ROH divisions Mar- kind of like intermingle. It makes it a little confusing. It does. Since he's doing, since TK is doing it already, why not? You know, at this point, at this point, you know, so. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, now you got me. You're gonna have me thinking on that one, sis. Yeah, I gotta, like I gotta who is it? Who is gonna be Athena's next challenger? Maybe, maybe Diana. Like maybe Diana. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she pulls a Samoa Joe, and she's just like, "Yeah, I'm kind of done with this. I'm on to the AEW Women's Title." I feel you like they kind of have to do that because it's like Athena has been booked so dominantly. Mm-hmm. I like to see her lose it. It ha- it would have to be somebody either returning or somebody new. You know, to 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 add that level, that layer, of, or somebody like she's never faced, never <laughs> matched up with, never touched before. You so. made me think of remember that Ronda Rousey uh, tease. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! You know what's funny? That match, that tag match they had, I think it was like Billy Starks and um, Athena versus Mercedes Martinez and Ronda Rousey. Wasn't bad. That was low key the best that Ronda had wrestled in maybe like five years. <laughs> 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 Maybe, yeah, like in, in a long time. In a yes. long time. In a Jeez. long time. Okay. <laughs> so Yikes. closing out Benny's block, we have the TV tournament. After weeks and weeks of two-minute matches, we are finally here to have this tournament. I think that it's been going really, really well so far. Um, my favorite match matches that we've seen so far is obviously... Billy Starks versus Robin Renegade. That was a really, really good one. And I yes. also really enjoy, enjoyed Mercedes Martinez versus Trisha Dora. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yes, yes. Really, really good match. Shout out to the homie Trish. Yes, check that, check that out if you haven't seen it yet. And then Rachel Ellering versus Layla Hirsch because there was a story involved, which was okay. really, really cool. Tag team going going head to head against each other. I thought that the psychology in that match was really really interesting. My favorite match so far though that we've seen has been Sussy Love versus Taya Valkyrie. Oh. I was not ex- I was not expecting that match to to grab me the way it did, but I really really enjoyed Sussy Love's contribution to the match. I honestly felt like it was a fantastic showcase mm-hmm. for Sussy Love as well, but obviously Taya looked fantastic. It was pretty the matchups so far have been pretty predictable because we have like a lot of up and coming younger talent versus people that are known and loved in the division. So the mat like the first round matchups were pretty predictable. But I mm-hmm. feel like I was happy that TK gave them time so that each match had like their own build up, their own story, and they were able to find the groove and the chemistry in the match, which I thought, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. So coming up this week. We have uh, Diamante versus Billy Starks, Mercedes Martinez versus Abaddon, 
Layla hmm. Hirsch versus Red Velvet and Queen Aminata versus Taya Valkyrie. Wow. Yeah, so these matchups are actually very, very unpredictable, I feel like. I feel like Billy is obviously going to make it to the to the finals, but everyone mm-hmm. else, I'm not entirely sure. So yeah. I'm really, really excited. Unique uh, choices of uh, matchups in some mm-hmm. of these. <laughs> Abaddon and Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Ah, that's yeah, going to be very, very interesting. I honestly feel like the diamond in this in these matchups is going to be Queen Aminata versus Taya Valkyrie. I yes. feel like that's going to be a cook-up. I feel like that's going to be a for-sure cook-up. So. Yeah, Queen, Queen, shout out to her, man. She did a nice promo uh, cut on on that they showed on uh the instagram showing yeah. where she cut that promo on taya like i miss that old taya that i you know i grew up in like this version of used to fine boy i'm like yo this is crazy yeah, bro yeah. Right. i do like the taya i do like the gimmick that her and johnny tv have where it's like she's not tv ready like that's mm-hmm. always very funny to me <laughs> oh yeah. It's, like, yeah, yeah it's so rude <laughs> it's so rude <laughs> but all right that's benny's block <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up one good time for Benny's Block. Appreciate that ride. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh. So y'all already know what time it is, man. Um. We got the predictions, speed predictions coming up. Uh. Where we'll be getting ready to do our uh, speed predictions on AEW Revolution because we got that pay per view coming up this upcoming Saturday. Um, and we may, if we have a little time, we may get into NXT roadblock based off the matches they've announced, uh, since that's a special version of NXT. But, uh, before getting into any of that, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again, everybody's favorite segment of them all, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for none other than the bot of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all about just anything and everything centered around what this show is. Life's a botch. So uh, this is basically um, open to the public. It could be wrestling. It could be non-wrestling. Just anything we felt was very botched throughout the week. So uh, I'm going to start with you, Ms. Ashbenny. Did you have anything for this week on your botch of the week? I do, actually. <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. Well, you're making up for not being able to share last week, so I like that. I actually have a double feature. Ooh, I a double feature okay, Now that okay. I think about it. Okay. Okay, let's so, go. My, my first one is actually going to go to uh, Max Caster. <laughs> Uh-oh. From the Acclaim. Come on. Because of Collision, when he messed up his rap. It was pretty, Aww. honestly, I feel like Max as of late has just been kind of down to with like his, his rapping, like he, 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 he tried throwing like a bar about Vince McMahon. I was like, tomatoes aren't enough. I was like, uh, <laughs> cabbage isn't enough. Like, why are we t-? like, yeah, like, no. And then for him to, to mess up the bar. Mm-hmm. Lot, this is live TV, baby. <laughs> this is live yeah. TV. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I was when I saw that clip, like I, I, I cringed. I, I felt really, really bad. I felt really, really bad. But, but these things happen. It was bound to happen. To be honest, it was bound oh, to happen. Sure. If you're if for you're sure. doing a, a freestyle every single week, you know, eventually, yeah. yeah, eventually you're gonna something's gonna happen where you might be off time or you might over say too many words or overthink something in the bar. Something's gonna happen. So 
Yeah. Better now than at a PO, at a pay per view, you know. <laughs> I, I'm so, well, yeah, yeah, you're right about. I'm shocked it happened this later in the career. I mean, he's been right? doing this what four years now. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, it was about to happen. Wow. Yeah. Well, welcome to the botch uh, of the week, Mr. Max Caster. Uh, we still love you, brother. Um, we still you love know, you. He claimed has arrived indeed, but uh, yeah, with that one. So you had a double feature. What's your next botch of the week then? So my next one is at WWE fans because you guys need to lay off Maxine Dupree. There is a video going around on Twitter of her walking up the ramp at a house show, like a little coconut show. They are, it's like, Maxine, you suck. Like, like, like passion, like passionate. And she's just like, thank you guys. Like you can see it all in her face. And it's like, guys, she knows, like as a person who met, like if, when you mess up, you know you messed up you know what i'm saying so it's like she knows what she needs to work on that's why she's out here that's why she's you know taking these risks and basically learning in front of us you know it takes a lot of balls to do that so it's like mm-hmm. let's give i understand the feedback but let's give her grace let's give her that time to figure it out you know oh yeah <laughs> because yeah. oh my god that video it was like all that was missing was like the throwing of like popcorn like it, it was giving it was giving that energy like it was giving oh. Shawn Michaels in Canada. Like it was giving Shawn Michaels in Canada. Goodness, like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool, boy. My I like, God, I was like, do my ears deceive me? <laughs> it was, it was way too intense, way too intense. I rocks with that. That's 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 good. That's good. So that that's a double feature, y'all. Because she couldn't get y'all one last week, so she made up for it this week by giving y'all two. <laughs> One, two, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Um, so Max Dupreme, I, I just realized that's that's a double max feature too. I see what you oh, did there. Yeah. You know, the, um, touching uh, <laughs> double max feature, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I get your bars are welcome. Thank you, thank you. That's what we do here. Uh so my bots of the week is non-wrestling related on this week. Uh not gonna lie. Mm. My botch of the week is gonna go to none other than the individuals who thought for whatever reason they could double jump team a guy like Cam Newton. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Okay, first off, just shame on our our youthful generation right now because, I mean, look, dog, what has Cam ever done to anybody to make y'all want to just attack this man that's wrong you feel like it. like number one all the man wants to do and tries to do and is bound to do is give back to the community for this to happen in his own city at that atlanta yeah. bro it's Come unfortunate on, but y'all gotta there's be way better. too many cases there's way too many cases of, of yeah. black men being targeted in their own like hometowns Yeah, and it's it's sad because I mean I I saw like a video showing the perspective of the young men who did it, and they're giving their case talking about oh well you know he was talking trash and he was doing something 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 this and that you know trying to hear the other side of the story and I'm like bro, no matter what you say, there's no excuse. Cam is Cam. First of all, he earned the right to be who he is and do what he does. The man has been an MVP. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's done all of these things, and he still chooses to give back to the next up 
Yeah. Right? He didn't have, like, like Stephen A. said, he did not have to come back and do this. He did not have mm-hmm. to. So why do you take it upon yourself to disrespect this man? That man could have shut that down and been like, I'm not doing this ever again if yeah. he wanted to, right? But even if he did that, y'all probably just would have dogged him and been like, oh, he, he, he ain't about that life. He's scared. He, 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 he don't care about us. So yeah. it's like, no matter which way you go, you defend yourself, People you look like a victim. You choose to not do it, and you're scared. You don't do stuff for your community. So, man, y'all get by to the week, in my opinion, because y'all, y'all, for that and to be more funny with it, y'all getting it because I don't know what the heck made you think. As big as Cam Newton is, what made you think? Three or not? Did you not see the way this man drugged one by the hair, had one in a headlock, and threw the other? He Bruh. does this for a living. He drags 300-pound <laughs> dudes for a living. What were y'all? Bro, what were y'all? Seriously. Ser- like, I hope and pray none of y'all att- if y- If y'all tried that with a football player, please do not try that with a wrestler. Because that will be 10 times worse for your soul if you try that. Do not. Rude awakening. (laughs) Rude awakening. (laughs) Never in your life do that to a pro wrestler because if if you, Cam could easily do that if he wanted to. I swear, big as that dude is, if he wanted to get in that professional wrestling life, he could. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, he got the, he would give Seth a run for his money because the man's (laughs) got style. Okay. Yeah. The man's got the personality. And for crying out loud, this man literally has like, all, come on now, come all the on, qualities, yeah, all the qualities <laughs> for good sports entertainment. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, real quick, y'all, um, that does it for our box of the week segment. Hope you guys enjoyed those. We gave y'all three of them this week due to the double feature by Miss Ash Benny. Um, so we'll have that uh, separated in a clip as well. So y'all can check that out on the life's about YouTube. Uh, you know, in case you don't get the t- time to watch the full show and it's whole, we got the segments uh, broken up for y'all. So that's like, that's the botch of the week presented by life's a botch. Now, Real quick, because we do have a pay-per-view on this upcoming Saturday, AEW Revolution 2024, which is mainly centered around the man called Sting. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is his final, final match. Tonight is his final Dynamite. Uh, His final match will be this Saturday. It is a bit bittersweet, uh, many would say, Um, but... We're going to go down the card really quickly. Um, now, it doesn't appear that they have any pre-matches, you know, pre, pre-show pre matches listed yeah. as of yet. So, as, uh, like Gresh will do with me as we made our predictions on last night, uh, I will text you and get your individual predictions for any pre-show matches announced. But as of right now, we're just going to quick speed run through the card, and I want to get your preview and predictions. I did give my own on Gresh Unleashed last night, but I will kind of reiterate for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen or don't get a chance to, you know, all that good stuff. So, real quick, here we go. So, we have a tag team match coming up. We've got FTR going two-on-two against the Blackpool Combat Club, which would be specifically John Moxley and Claudio Castanoli. Who you got taking the win in that match? I'm going to give it... This one's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing. Um, right. This one's kind of hard. I kind of want to give it to FTR. Mm-hmm. 
So I think I'm okay. gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it to FTR. I think I'm gonna give it to FTR. Girl, we on the same wavelength because okay. that's who I chose on last night too. I did not know how to call this, but I said FTR because I was just like, "What else are they doing? I don't know." So yeah, FTR. Okay, we I both also got love that. like Cash. How Cash Wheeler wrestles like this is every single time is gonna be his last. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Every Good time point. he wrestles like Rhett is due. <laughs> ah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Um, next up, we got Wardlow. Oh boy, this is gonna be interesting. This this is probably more for you ladies, uh, as they mentioned, <laughs> and you fans that love chanting meat paws. Um <laughs> meatless, meatless, a uh, meat madness match. Wow, I, I want to shoot whoever thought of this. I don't know if this is because it's March. And it's March Madness. This is this is y'all alternate what this meat madness yeah. is crazy. Meat madness is crazy. Pause. Well, I can't say pause for you. You're a woman. You can say that. So you, you're good. You're good. You can say it all you want. I'm not saying this anymore. Okay. Don't that is so funny. Meat I'm I'm, I'm 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 an advocate when see I got my meat madness pause. <laughs> I got mine's last night with <laughs> Jada Parker <laughs> and you know what I'm saying Gigi. That was my version of it. Okay, I'm That's good. Madness, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But this, <laughs> this all Ash Lane. This ain't yeah. me. Okay, so all right, we got Wardlow mm. going against Powerhouse Hobbs against Lance Archer. Ooh, <laughs> who's taking this one? I kind of want to say Powerhouse Hobbs. Just because I feel like they've been kind of trying to book him as more, they've they've been trying to find more things to do with him. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be like a nice, a nice swerve to have him win. Cause I feel like Wardlow probably is the, the favorite to win this match. True. I like, I like that you went that way. So I was thinking that, but I ended up choosing Wardlow. But I did want to pick Powerhouse Hobbs because of that promo I saw him cut. And I was like, brother, if they don't push you, I swear. Cause you, it, makes, you are, it feels like it's a good man. time. It's a good time to push him. So Tell I feel me, like um, if they're, they want to take a chance on it, they would do Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, I got you. So uh, I got you down for Hobbs. I ended up choosing Wardlow. So you you choosing for the both of us with that one. I hope I hope you're right. But you know, I, so. I picked Wardlow to be on the safe side. So we got that. All right. Now, I hate to keep putting you in corners like this, but here we go. It's another hard one to call. We got the debut, the official AEW debut of Will Ospreay. But he's taking on someone who's been booked very strongly and is also a fellow member of his Don Callis family member, Kenosuke Takesta. So, sis, who's taking this dub? Ooh. It's it's hard because they kind of like, Takesha kind of can't afford the loss, but it's Will Ospreay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in his debut match, like I gotta yeah. give it to Will. I gotta give it to Will. Okay, um, I'm not gonna lie, you might go boo on this one, but I actually chose a draw because that's AEW is known to do that. They can do stuff yeah, like that. It's smart. It's smart though because like both gentlemen kind of can't afford to lose this one, so it's yeah. kind of a hard. It's kind of a hard matchup. 
Okay, okay. So I got you down for Will Ospreay on that one. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I chose draw, so you'll just jot me down for that. Um, here's another one that's kind of a torn one. But we got a championship match for the TNT Championship. The TNT champion Christian Cage going one-on-one with the rising and also popular Daniel Garcia. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> Ash, I see you doing the dance too, so I know you rock with Daniel Garcia, but I know you love you some a-hole Christian Cage. So uh, yeah, where are you going with this one? Yeah, can we also talk about the promo that they did on Wednesday when um, Cage doxed <laughs> Daniel Garcia's mother? said her whole government and her address and then proceeded to say that his father was dead. I was like, what was the reason? Yeah. What he... was the reason? Like, I feel like just based off that, like, <laughs> Garcia needs to win. <laughs> like, Garcia yeah. needs to win. But yeah. I know that he's not. So... Ooh. Okay. <sighs> this one is hard because my heart really wants to go with Daniel Garcia. I feel like I, I, feel like I did... You know what? I'm gonna go with Daniel Garcia. He should Going with win. The heart. He should Come win. On. Yeah, he should win. <laughs> this been... isn't gonna change how you feel about him if he doesn't, though, right? No, it's not. Okay. But I feel like it's gonna be like, what are we doing? You know, it's time to have a conversation <laughs> about what are we doing with Daniel Garcia because we put him in too many situations where he's lost. Mm. You know, so I need. True. I need something. I need something for him. <laughs> That's fair. I can accept that. I can accept that. I ended up choosing Christian Cage. It's fair. Um, but I did also have the same heart sentiment. Like I would pop if Danny Garcia did do it. Um, some speculate. Again, you check out Gresh Unleashed Pod. Or we had an extra guest on there who also kind of gave his thoughts. And I believe Gresh and the guests, um, Squints uh, was his name. They said edge plays a factor in this i'm sorry adam plays a factor into this but it's tough to call because i feel like he's more obsessed with christian cage and that title while taking it from him and yeah that's why i feel like he's not gonna win because they still is adam has unfinished business with him as a belt holder christian so uh it's hard, but I, I, a lot of my, my choices are going with the heart on this one. So, you know what? Whatever. I respect it. Whatever, no, I respect yeah. it. Speaking of going with the heart, that leads hmm. me to this next match. This is a perfect segue. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this match is a match that's all about respect, apparently. Now, I'm going to say what's so funny about this. It's funny this is about respect because these two already kind of went one-on-one. And the person that's trying to earn this person's respect already beat that person so he should have earned it in that tournament (laughs) but ladies and gentlemen i'm talking about eddie kingston your reigning defending continental crown champion going one-on-one with brian danielson and the championship is on the line yes but really what's on the line is eddie kingston earning the respect of daniel brian danielson and apparently in his words he will shake Eddie Kingston's hand if he loses. So, Ash, who you got taking this? Eddie. I want Eddie to win it. He's on, I a, do he's too. on a fantastic run right now. I feel like to have that 
just so that we can put a bookend on it to say like for Brian to be like, I respect you, Eddie. I get it now, you know, just to move mm-hmm. on from that so that we can have some, some other, some new, newer and fresher matchups. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I like Eddie as champion right now. I do too. Uh, sis, I gotta agree with you. I picked Eddie Kingston as well, because again, he already shown that he could beat Daniel Bryan. I don't see why he wouldn't beat Daniel Bryan again. Yeah. It's weird to me because he's already beaten you, Daniel, so you should have already respected him, but I guess he's got to do it again. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's cool. Um, when you're a legend, you can move the goalpost, I guess. I, I guess so. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got the one we just talked about in Benny's Block a little earlier. I know you're excited about this. We got Timeless Tony Storm, the Timeless Tony Storm. Uh, you're reigning, defending AEW Women's Champion, going one-on-one with her former best friend, Deanna Perrazzo, the virtuosa. So, sis, what's your final decision on this one? Man, you know, I feel like this, I feel like it's almost predictable having Tony win, which mm-hmm. is why I kind of feel like Deanna's return and her booking, she's been so protected. She's had like an f- amazing winning streak. I feel like it would almost be like a really, really cool swerve to have Deanna win and then have her hold the belt for when Mercedes comes. But I got to go with Tony. I got to go with Tony. I got to go with Tony. I've done too many, too many unpredictable picks. <laughs> I got to <laughs> rein it in. I got to rein it in. No, Tony, no, I respect yeah, Tony, Tony, I, I think she has it locked in. Okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I, I too ended up picking uh, Tony Storm. Uh, timeless Tony Storm to lock it in, um, but in a way that's a shenanigans finish that keeps Deanna looking strong, and we'll yeah. see what happens from there. Um, so next up, we got another title match. Uh, a lot of title matches on this on this card, but mm-hmm. then again, they have a lot of titles. So <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, Orange Cassidy, your reigning defending AEW International Champion. Going one on one with the kingdom, the undisputed kingdom zone, Roddy Adam Strong. So, Ash, does the undisputed kingdom finally get their first championship as the prophecy has been spoken? I'm thinking so. I'm thinking ah, so. I think they're okay. going to take it. I think they're going to take it tonight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put Roger Strong. Is it something you care to see though? Like, have you where have you been on Undisputed Kingdom? You sold on them. Is it still not so, doing it with Adam Hurt? With Adam Hurt, it's a big con. It hurts them a lot. But I feel like they've been trying their best to keep the storyline interesting. It's just so unfortunate with the way that things happen, especially since MJF is off TV. So it's like a lot of the motivations that were initially there are are gone. Yeah. I I'm hoping that. Sunday will kind of turn turn a page. That will that'll make me be like, okay, okay. okay. I respect. Formidable. Got to win under the belt. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, um, I hate to say it, but I actually went the other way. Uh, I said Orange Cassidy retains, but this is the reason why I think uh, he's gonna do it in not necessarily a a, a screwy finish because he's the baby face here, but I feel like it'll be a way where he just escaped. And Roddy's like, I had you. Yeah. And I want one more, one more at crack it. at it. And he gets it and actually wins this time. 
and then maybe they run it back too. one final time to where Roddy gets the two one or something. Yeah. But uh, I think he just gets by and uh, yeah. and catches the win on this. So I'm going Orange Cassidy, but okay. uh, I, I got you documented, sis. So we're gonna okay. see what's up. Now this is where it's really gonna get challenging. We are in our co-main event now. All right. Now this, ladies and gentlemen, currently. I have to do this prediction two ways for you because we're going to find out tonight on Dynamite. You guys, this is pre-recorded, so by the time this is posted, we already know the answer. So just keep in mind, fair warning, when you listen to this, just know we're giving you a prediction for both scenarios in the event of what happens. What am I talking about? I'm talking about your AEW World Heavyweight Championship triple threat that may possibly turn into a one-on-one dare i say um unless they're inserting someone else to keep it a triple threat but i doubt that because i don't know who else they would do unless it's hook or somebody i don't know but we have samoa joe your reigning defending aew world champion going on in theory so far against Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland in a triple threat match for the AEW Championship. Now, tell me your scenario if Adam Page addresses that he cannot compete and this turns into a one-on-one. Who do you have if it comes down to just Samoa Joe and Swerve? And if it's still a triple threat, who do you have taking it from this triple threat? This is hard. This is probably the hardest one on the card. Mm-hmm. because I almost was shocked that we got here so quickly mm-hmm. and I feel like they the reason like how they got out of it was the triple threat you know yeah. mm-hmm. so if we get a one on one it would be kind of crazy if Swerve didn't win right yeah yeah. It'd be kind of but it, at the same time it would be kind of nuts for like Samoa's second defense to lose the belt so soon because it's like for me like Samoa Joe somebody like he's face of the company type like he's yeah. brand on his back type so it's like I feel like to cut that run so short it would kind of be like a waste mm. so uh, <laughs> I don't know this one is actually really hard this one is actually really hard I feel like in kayfabe like in booking terms mm-hmm. Swerve has to win if it's one on one Okay. One on one, I I kind of feel like if Swerve doesn't win, it's kind of like a culmination of everything that he's been working towards this past year, kind of just falling flat. You know, mm. like if there's like the payoff, there wouldn't be a payoff essentially because we've we've watched his ascent and to finally get that opportunity and to lose, it, I feel like it would it would just be so unfortunate. Triple threat though. Triple threat, though, I think Samoa Joe's going to win because Hangman and Swerve hate each other so much. I mm-hmm. feel like they might, it's kind of like a double negative. They're going to cancel each other out in a lot of ways. True. That you is know, I true. Feel like they, I feel like they're going to cause each other's own demise, like just the pure hatred and animosity. Like they're not really focused on what's the task at hand. <laughs> so <laughs> it's more so focused on doing, doing the other end. Fair. So, Very fair. Um, how did I call this? Yeah, I actually said if it's one-on-one, I'm going with Swerve. If this is a triple threat, I too am going with Joe. Yeah. And I guess who would take the pin and or submission? Uh, 
it would likely be hangman because I feel like they're yeah. going to protect Swerve at all costs yeah. so that if they run it back in a one-on-one scenario, Swerve gets his opportunity, right? So, um, yeah, that's kind of my prediction as well, sis. I, I know it's very hard to call yeah. it, uh, especially since we don't really know what's about to happen until tonight. Yeah. Uh, but keep it locked, y'all. So y'all got both versions <laughs> so that by Friday when this posts and y'all know, you already know, like, okay, we got a triple threat still, that. or we got a one on one. So, y'all got our predictions either way. Yeah. So, this is our final match, which will likely be the main event, of course, given what's going on. This is the man it's centered around. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have the AEW Tag Team Championships on the line in what is and will be Sting's final match in wrestling period um bittersweet but at the same time one to think about so sting up until this point has basically been undefeated his entire aew run so as as they take on the young bucks aka (laughs) matthew and nicholas nicholas Right, uh, Jackson, okay, yeah. you know, our EVPs, yes. Um, <laughs> who, who takes this here? What, what, how do you see this playing out? I see Sting and Darby taking it. I, I feel like that's the reason why they chose the Young Bucks because it wouldn't be that major of an upset if they were to lose or something, something along those lines. So mm-hmm. I feel like Sting's gonna, gonna leave on top. You know, that's wild, sis, because I was thinking the same thing. See, we've been on the same wavelength because I said the same thing. uh, And I believe Josh also said it, as did did Squint say it. I think Squint said it as well. We all said Sting. So it looks like that's what we're all uh, we're all going for the same thing there. I think we all got Sting taking the victory, you know, getting that graceful bow and then they vacate the AEW Tag Team Championships to which knowing Tony will be in some kind of tournament. That... Tournament time! Tournament <laughs> you know that time. man loves him a tournament. Who's that gonna man be loves him a tournament. Yeah, who's going to be your AEW Tag Team Champions? Ah, yeah. right, so... One thing about Tony, he's going to put together a tournament. Oh, oh uh, yes, uh, most uh, definitely. For a two-month-long tournament. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it on our prediction side of things. Um, you know what I'm saying? NXT roadblock, more than likely, we might do a bonus. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put it in this episode. We may do like a quick little short, and we'll kind of get some predictions on that. And then I'll just post that on the Life's a Botch uh, YouTube slash the TikTok and all that good stuff on shorts and let you guys uh, see that. And we'll see who lined up and measured rightly on that. Uh, so that pretty much does it. For today's episode man we hope you guys enjoyed this one this was a fun one for sure um man make sure let's see um real quick i just want to say uh on this end um it is going to be my final episode for a few weeks because uh <laughs> international women's month is coming up so your boy is going to bow out gracefully uh and let the ladies take range which means my co-hostess with the mostest, the lovely Ash Benny, is going to be taking point. She will be leading the show with special guests, co-hostess, other women that will come in and give their intake. So 
fellas, if you're listening, um, hey man, I'm not gonna be repping the fellas. All right, it's gonna be all ladies for the next few weeks, but I will be back. And I'll hold it down for us. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I got I'm 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 doing the gentleman thing, and I'm I'm gracing out so that Ash can run this thing with 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 elegance like she does uh for the ladies and just Ash you know. Elegance. Come on now. Oh, hey, hey. That wasn't by coincidence. Come on now. Come on now. Um, that's why we got to get Ash by Elegance on this show one day right. so it can be a double Ash feature. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to make that happen some kind of way. TNA, have our people call your peoples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, just wanted to make that special announcement, man. You won't see your boy for the next few weeks. Uh, you know, I am still going to be here. I just won't be present on camera i'll be more behind the scenes while the ladies do their thing and 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 we let them run the show um but keep it locked understand that march 27th we have a upcoming interview with the lovely melissa santos coming up uh look forward to speaking with her and sitting down with her about her time in lucia underground as well as uh brief stint in uh tna as well um on top of just what she's been doing uh post the time of lucha underground and tna uh how you know and if she still keeps up with the business and things like that you know what i'm saying so that's gonna be a dope chat uh march 27th which means that episode will post that following friday so y'all just be on lookout for that uh we're working on some other interviews make sure you check out the independent spotlight uh that is a sit down one-on-one we're working on getting some uh lady independent artists uh artists wrestlers as well sorry i'm, I'm having artist brain y'all i'm sorry i'm in an artist <laughs> brain right you now sw- but switch the hats yes yeah i gotta switch the hats you know i'm in my, I'm in my hosting wrestling hat so my artist hat was <laughs> on for a second but uh independent wrestlers we're gonna have some sit downs we're gonna set up some for miss ash benny because again this is women's month so Independent spotlight is going to be ladies all around. So that even means with the independent spotlight, we're going to have Ash take the reins on that where she can sit down one-on-one with uh, some independent lady talents and uh, see who we can get on there for her to go ahead and just have a good girl conversation with and all that good stuff, man. So y'all keep it locked, check it out, check out previous episodes of the independent spotlight. You won't be disappointed. They're a lot shorter then these episodes that we do for the main show a lot of times they're about 30 to 40 minutes maybe tops uh but you guys will definitely enjoy them uh show them some love as well um also if you haven't already man we debuted uh this was the last one for black history month uh we got a lot more freestyles lined up but your boy uh highlight real uh and my boy gresh we tag team yet again with our infamous uh wrestling freestyles and we just did one for the greatest in my opinion one of the greatest if not the greatest tag team specifically for us in the culture harlem heat slash booker t we did a freestyle over their theme man and uh it's already getting traction and a lot of love and even stevie ray himself man shout out to stevie ray he messaged us and he enjoyed the freestyle as well, man. We're going to see if we can get the legend and the OG on the show in the future as well. So uh, if we can get Mr. Stevie Ray on here as well, hey, man, y'all keep it locked. You just never know. We might have a Harlem Heat resident right here <laughs> coming for you, sucker. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. But 
in the meantime, thank y'all so, so much. Uh, make sure you follow, before we even give our individual follows, make sure you follow all things Life's A Botch underscore OTS. That's on TikTok. Shout out to y'all who's showing us love and traction on TikTok. That's on Instagram. Shout out to all of y'all who react with us on Instagram and the stories and all that good stuff. Um, YouTube, right here, Life's A Botch. Make sure you follow all that for the shorts and the segment clips. Um, and most importantly, make sure you follow our platform behind this platform that uplifts this platform to be what it is. And I'm talking none other than OTS Media Co. Uh, shout out to OTS Media Co. Shout out to Realish and Fans, which is making its return. Uh, shout out to so many dope uh, shows that is under this very brand, including Life's a Bosch. Without that, we do not exist. So thank you. OTS Media Co. for everything that you do for us. Uh, make sure you give them a follow, subscribe, hit the like notification bell. Show love on all the videos, haters included, as we just mentioned earlier. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate every comment, every like, all of it. Um, but before we get out of here, Ash, anything you want to update the people on? Anything you got coming up? And where can they find and follow you? Yep, so I'm still working on getting the Discord off the ground. I'm, I'm trying to put post the link on Twitter this week. So I'm trying to have some people, I'm trying to, I'm turning it more into a group project. <laughs> so so hey. just because we got to find, we got to find more ways to get people onto the Discord itself in order to have the NXT watch party. So that's coming up, of course. And then you can follow me on all social media platforms on at Ash, at Ash Benny. Hey, all right. That's what I'm talking about, Miss Ash Benny. Well, you know what it is, man. Follow your boy, all things Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Um, again, I already said it. Y'all already know to follow Life's a Botch, all things Life's a Botch underscore OTS. Uh, run up, man. Show, show that freestyle some more love, man. I, I see my notifications going crazy for some reason. So shout out to y'all who's reacting to my freestyle, um, my other freestyle from the other day uh, on top of the Harlem Heat stuff. So again, man, it's 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 crazy for your boy as an artist right now, and I and I'm thankful for all of y'all who show me love and support. But most importantly, thank y'all who show this very show some love and support because I want the show to keep going up, and we going up thanks to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So uh, keep it locked with your with your favorite duo. Uh, shout out to my boy Playboy Rick, man. You know he's still a part of the crew. I know some of y'all miss him, man. It's it's been hard with schedules, but uh, you know we love him, and he'll he'll be on when we can get him on. But in the meantime, me and Ash holding it down. We are doing our thing. Shout out to all the ladies that's gonna be holding it down with Ash Benny on next week and the next Pretty few fun. weeks in general. <laughs> and uh, as y'all know, it's that time. I need everybody real quick where you at. Pull out them two sweet signs with me and give one good old two sweet. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, same time, same place. Life's a botch, and we out.